Roll it. Hello, world. Welcome to the Church Mag Podcast, the official podcast of Church Mag, your place for church and technology. It's time to press start. Welcome to another episode of the Church Mag Podcast. Eric Dyke here along with Jeremy, not Jeremy Smith. <laughs> Jeremy's not here tonight. Oh my gosh. Blessing Mbofu and special guest Sean Lacey from the Church Mag crew. Uh, you've probably heard him fairly recently on the uh, Black Friday podcast, and we were having him on again talk a little bit about uh, technology and how it affects the world. Um, it's probably been at least a month now since uh, some things were in the news. John MacArthur um, and a meeting, a Baptist meeting thingy. No need to get into specifics. You probably already know about it. And that isn't exactly what we're going to talk about even though most of us have pretty strong views on how all that went down. We'll refrain. You can DM us if you want to know where we stand on it. What I find interesting is that this is a meeting that occurred that normally would have been behind, I mean, essentially behind closed doors, right? Like normally it would have just went on and it's been going on. These kind of meetings have been going on and here it is recorded. It's uploaded online and then suddenly everybody knows about it. Everybody's talking about it. MacArthur eventually, John MacArthur eventually had a follow-up, had a follow-up sermon talking about it specifically. I mean, all, everyone involved has been um, affected, whether it be discussion at the local level at your local church discussing it, whether it be, you know, um, you know, denominations, like everyone's talking about it because a video was taken in what historically would have been a fairly you know moderate sized gathering of people having this discussion to something that went completely viral and i think that that is a very interesting dynamic with streaming church services and everyone that has a full video production tool in the palm of their hand guys i mean the bible speaks pretty clearly about this in luke you know the the what is it the uh nothing is hidden that will not be made manifest <laughs> it's true well done well done and that's the podcast Um, this is such a these conversations have been happening as you said for so long and they've just been quiet and they've been secret and Mm -hmm. when you are in a an echo chamber which we so often surround ourselves in Mm -hmm. we're not getting the type of uh, opinion from people who may see differently than we do And so when all of a sudden those echo chambers become uh, stagnant and all you're getting is one viewpoint, that viewpoint can tend to become more and more extreme or, you know, one person leads a conversation and everyone just kind of follows along. And the people who may think differently are less likely to speak up because they don't feel like they may may have a voice even in that environment. And so now with recordings and, and, and things being leaked out, whether intentionally or unintentionally, uh, yeah, all of a sudden everything is on the world stage. Yeah, that's uh, that, that. I mean, I think never, never assume that your conversation is private. Sorry, oh. I, I was actually thinking about the, the that you know people don't say anything in the moment to to disagree, um, but they will then go and voice their dissent. Uh, or disagreement elsewhere, <laughs> and yeah. that's probably online. I won't disagree with you now, but I will go online and and be uh, vocal there, if I can put it that way. Sure. Yeah, that, that's that's an interesting dynamic, um, and especially what you brought up there, Sean, talking about the echo chamber. That's something that I I know Phil has talked about um, historically and written some blog posts on that, talking about the kind of the Facebook bubble 
Um, and I, I think that that's something that on an, it, it's easy to say, oh yeah, look what happened at that, at that that denominational convention and then the video got out and people are talking about it and some people you know don't see a problem with that some people do like it's it's a really interesting mixed bag right you have some people that feel very religiously indignant like yes that's exactly right you know amen that's you know he's spot on and then you have others who said no he's way way out there no wonder no wonder you're you know this this is going on this is how you think right this is what you believe and so it's 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 an interesting dynamic because like sean is saying there's a lot more people that are able to offer their opinion and talk about it who normally didn't feel like they had a voice but because of that echo chamber i feel like we we stand to replicate that same echo chamber even online when you're when you when you have uh the same group of friends on facebook and you're all repeating the same thing but what we forget is there is there's more than likely a set of people that you're friends with that aren't part of that echo chamber but they watch that echo chamber and they hear what they hear and see what you think and believe and you know that may say more than you realize. We've also wow. got the other side of, you know, everything that's been on social media is it's not going away, you know, yeah. whatever you type. So we've got people who are losing jobs. We've got people who are, you know, being pulled out of seats of power because of something that said 10 years ago online. Yeah. And, you know, if you become in the spotlight, I mean, the, the guy who was on, Oh, what was it? He was trying to get people to donate to him through Venmo. I think was it? to buy beer and it was oh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and he ended up using, he ended up making like a million dollars and ended up donating it. And then people started digging up his past and trying to discredit him and everybody's got so I mean, this stuff's everywhere. Yeah. I've, yeah. I know that if someone was to dig through every, you know, social media post I've ever said, I've probably said some pretty controversial things and oh. I am very you grateful have? that I have, Oh yeah. <laughs> I am I am very grateful that I am not the same man that I was ten years ago. Yeah. Oh that's another yeah. Bad, yeah. Right. I know that feeling, Sean, and and that is something uh, like how honest we're all going to be at some point. Like we're we're only we're barely seeing the the, the very beginning of all this on how it all fleshes out in the end, right? I mean just just try to Google just try to Google certain things that are certain age what am i trying to say like if you like google old information about a movie for instance like googling a newer movie you can find video clips and commentary and information and news stories and all this stuff and if you if you go a certain distance back like there's nothing like there's definitely a drop off of information it's not like there's been this quick and easy backfill of information like the internet was born and started collecting data it does have it does have somewhat of a yeah. start date oh, yeah for sure yeah for me yeah. that was about yeah 2005 i think it's really when that started to like when myspace got not bought out, but like when MySpace, well, I mean, they did get bought out, but when MySpace made that transition away from kind of just the basic social media side of things to having more advertising and, you know, when the big, big businesses and big industries started paying attention to social media more is when we started seeing that boost of like, everything is just out there. Twitter didn't help. You know, Twitter, Twitter definitely didn't help. I'm grateful. I didn't have social media when I was in Gosh, school. Now, Sean, you're making me paranoid about my stuff. I put out there. <laughs> oh, I know. No, it, that's, but that's, and that's the thing. Like we, 
we find far too many people who go out and they make their public statement after something like that comes up. And their response is not usually, I am grateful that I have changed from that. Mm. Because I am, I'm super grateful that I have changed and I've grown and I've matured and I don't hold some of the same values and some of the same opinions that I did when I was younger and was looking for attention. I would post things on Facebook or post things on Twitter that were controversial to try and stir things up. Mm. I don't need that kind of attention anymore. That certainly is an interesting flip side to the, the, the concept and the idea that, that, that hmm, our world is a little less private, that closed doors isn't as closed as, as it used to be. I mean, how many videos we have, I mean, we're seeing it everywhere, right? Um, even civilly, like, you know, how many, you know, phones capture an altercation with a police officer where the police officer is behaving badly, right? Um, where we normally wouldn't have had any evidence or seen anything like that. We've even had, we've even had um, police body cams that the, the, the police are, are found guilty due to the footage or the fact that they turned it off, right? Um, and so uh, there certainly is a shift. And then when you're, what, you know, what you're bringing up, the fact that, that then there's going to be this kind of history of it as well, um, or we, that we have a history, uh, that, that's kind of the, oh, yeah. the, the long tail yeah. of this thing. It's, I think. it's just a scary thought that, uh, well, not scary, but, but I think just being mindful that, um, everything we're doing is constantly documented. Um, yeah. it's, it's in, in one way or another, you know? and, and I feel, and I always feel kind of a little bit, I feel a little bit conflicted about sharing thoughts and opinions. Like, do, do I want everybody to know this? Like, do I really want to put this, this mile marker down? Um, or do I want to just keep it to myself and just do this thing face to face if it happens to uh, to come up? Because I mean, there's we don't know what happens in the future. We don't know what happens to this data, you know. And, and it's easy to say right now, well, this is what I believe. This is what I stand for. Well, you know, I thought that ten years ago, and I don't agree with who I was and what I stood for ten years ago either. Yeah, we talk to our kids a lot about like it's it's okay to admit that you're wrong or that you were wrong about something. Like this is just, yeah. this is life. Like we have to be honest with ourselves and we have to be honest with those around us. And so yeah. if we have an opinion, yeah, sometimes putting your opinion out there on Facebook is probably not the best thing or on Twitter or through, you know, a YouTube video, uh, or a podcast. <clears throat> um, <laughs> but really like there are, you know, my, my wife and I have, have several views that we don't post out there on, on social media cause it's just not going to be beneficial to our yeah circle of friends on social media or mm. we're not solidified on a view on something or we're, we're working these things out you know mm. that's not something that we put out there but once yeah. you put something out there it's there yeah so i mean this isn't just this isn't just a thing to think about as far as private meetings so to speak right like at any given time these things can be captured and i, I guess to me at the end of the day it isn't necessarily a good or a bad but just kind of reinforces the importance of us being graceful and being humble and being kind so that, you know, even when you're wrong or you realize you're wrong, at least, at least, uh, you weren't behaving badly, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think, I think always just assume that, um, if, if you're being genuine, 
um, then you never have to worry about being caught out being fake. Yeah. <laughs> well, it isn't even though about being, because there's plenty of genuine jerks, because they're genuinely jerks, <laughs> right? So, like, I mean, I get what you're saying, okay, yeah, blessing, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you're, I, you know, you're not wrong. How about yeah. we say that? Because um, I, I, I guess you know, back to kind of what prompted the 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 topic to begin with. Um, that's one thing that really struck me about the recording with John MacArthur at that at that I don't even know what it was that group thing that did not whatever the heck it was is that the question that was asked of him was leading intentionally leading for I don't know if it was humor sake mockery sake it was it was knowingly triggered it was it was knowingly triggering him he was more than happy to be triggered and to be in to pontificate on the matter and then which he did and i guess to me the spirit of it all uh was not was not kind it was not good in any way shape or form and i guess that's kind of what it comes to at the end of the day even if you do hold something sincerely strong belief and i see that time and time again on social media with some of the memes that i read and see i'm like really is that is that a joke to you right um and, and, and so I, I think at the end of the day, I think that's what we have to think about. Send us an email, subscribe, and search for previous episodes of the Church Mag podcast by visiting Church Mag online. You'll find a link on our main menu. Go to churchm.ag. That's Church Mag. And while you're visiting Church Mag, send us a message and be sure to subscribe to the Church Mag podcast so you can receive an early release of the new show every Friday. We don't do that for just anyone. The Church Mag Podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com. 